0: Mic check, mic check, M-m-m-m- mic check, mic 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 check, mic 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 check, check in the mic, check in the mic, check in the mic 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 mic, mic. Check mic check in the mic, check in the mic, check in the mic 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 check. Hi, welcome to the I Hate Reading podcast, the show where I read out loud, not because I want to, but because I have to. I hate reading because I can't stand the sound of silence. I'm not good at reading, but I'm great talking. So let's get started. Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories, Riku's Story, Chapter 2, Recall. Alright, I'm back. This time, I'm gonna read an entire page, or maybe an entire half a page, And then go back and cut out all my mess-ups, instead of cutting it out each time. Save me more time. I don't know. But I'm gonna try my best. So, let's go. Last time, our hero Riku went to Castle Oblivion. A mysterious castle where every room he enters is part of his memories. He's confronted by the dark man inside of him, Ansem, who wants him to go to the dark side so that he can possess him. But it didn't work. He then ran into his stepmom, Maleficent, who took him in and taught him the ways of darkness, and he beat her. She was just an illusion, but he learned that he needs to fight the darkness, even though it's still inside of him. And he can smell it on himself, and he hates himself and the darkness within him. And Mickey Mouse told him to fight the darkness inside of him, to fight that part of himself that he hates. Here we go. Riku opened the door, and on the other side was a strangely colorful world. So... I'm in Monstro. He stepped forward over the unsteady floor. I met Sora in here before. Sora was just like always, except he was stronger than he used to be. It made me resent him somehow. What are you doing? The voice addressed him out of nowhere. Startled, Riku readied himself to fight, but a face poked out of the shadows. Pinocchio? Gee, how do you know my name? Pinocchio strolled up to him with a cheerful smile. The wooden puppet with a heart. I wanted to know... How it was that he had one. So I kidnapped him. Well, Riku evaded. That doesn't matter. Are you all alone? Yeah. Pinocchio stood in front of Riku, peering up into his face. So am I. But as he said that, his nose grew. Oops. That's right. Pinocchio's nose gets longer whenever he tells a lie. So that means he's not alone in here, Riku thought. Unlike me. You're not alone, are you, Pinocchio? Um, no. No. My father's here, too. Do you have a father? I don't have anyone. No one at all? No one at all. Oh, so you're all alone. Whoa. Pinocchio's nose grew longer again. Hey, no fair. Don't trick me into telling lies. Laughing, Pinocchio held his nose, trying to push it back down. (laughs) You're not alone. It felt like Riku could hear King Mickey's voice again. But no one ever stays with me. I'm always alone. I believe in him, but I'm still... So alone. So you're not alone either. Finally, Pinocchio's nose shrunk back down to its normal size. He rubbed it, giggled, and then disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) I am too alone, Riku mumbled and kept walking. Why am I alone, he wondered. Is it because I lost my heart to the darkness? But I fought it back once. That isn't good enough. That's not enough for me to see Kairi and Sora. What do I have to do to see them again? What do I have to do so the three of us can be laughing together again? He didn't know. All he knew was that he just had to keep moving forward. He had to find out what the truth was. And then he understood what he had to do. So what if I am alone? He kicked at a weirdly flabby lump on the wall. The lump split open and Heartless poured out. Oh, so you guys are still with me. Huh. Riku stood ready with Soul Eater. They attacked him from every which way, and he jumped up high and brought the sword down on a Heartless. A heart floated up from it as it turned to light and disappeared. The heartless he once commanded was gone. If it wasn't for the heartless and all those people trying to use them, maybe we could have made it outside our world on our tiny little raft. He recalled the night of the storm. When the storm came, I went out to the little inlet to make sure the raft didn't float away. I was running through the driving rain, trying to get to the inlet, and then I noticed that a great big door had appeared in front of our secret spot. What's a door doing there? I thought. And just then, someone whispered to me. You want to see other worlds, don't you? I turned and a man in a black cloak was standing there. The door will soon open. You have nothing to fear. There is no need to fear the darkness. Now go, Riku. I never hesitated. Nothing could hold back my longing to see the outside world. Riku, Kyrie must have come to the inlet with the raft in mind too. She came running up to me. Sis, are what? The man in the cloak said something. But I couldn't hear it over the pounding waves. He was looking at Kyrie, though, and now I know what he said: "A princess of heart." Riku, the raft got washed away. Never mind the raft, Kyrie. There's another way to go to the outside world, huh? She stared at me, looking confused. What about Sora? Right, because Kyrie would only think of Sora. But I was the same way when Sora and I were together. We could go anywhere. I really believed that. And then with Kyrie who had to know something about this outside world. Together, there was nowhere we couldn't go. Sora and Kairi can come too, can't they? I said to the man in the black cloak. He nodded silently. Then, he seemed to vanish into the door. Hey, Riku, what was that about? It was raining so hard, by then, I could barely make out Kairi's expression. Kairi, you wait here by the door. I'll go get Sora. Riku, wait! I ignored her protest and started to run. To get Sora. That's where I was going. Sora! 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 Hey! We can leave this world right now. He came worrying about the raft, too. I found him soon. Where's Kairi? I thought she was with you. The first thing he said to me was about her. The door has opened. I told him. Riku. He stopped in his tracks. He was looking at me strangely, too. Sora was only ever thinking about Kairi. And Kairi was only ever thinking about Sora. But now that would change. Kairi's coming with us, I shouted. Once we step through, we might not be able to come back, but this might be our only chance. We can't let fear stop us. I'm not afraid of the darkness. I reached out my hand for him. Come on, Sora. Let's go. Riku. He looked just a little bit nervous as he tried to take my hand. I had no idea what was happening around us right then. I never even glanced at it. All I cared about was that Sora was right there, and I was reaching for him. Just a little bit more, and he would make it. Sora. The moment I called his name, that was when I noticed the darkness swirling around me. Darkness was covering my body, but there was no need to be afraid of it. And then, covered in darkness, everything went dark. And the next thing I knew, I was standing in Hollow Bastion. And ever since that moment, I've been alone, Riku thought. Why didn't I notice that the darkness was taking hold of me? I couldn't even see anything else. Take that, Riku swung Soul Eater and knocked back a Heartless in the way. What went wrong? "'How did I end up so alone?' Riku took out the Heartless one after another, blocking out his own thoughts. On the first floor of Castle Oblivion, Sora stood in a white hall. "'We gotta if we gotta find the king,' Donald Duck murmured. "'The king's here,' said Goofy. Sora turned back to them. "'Well, I don't know for sure,' Donald said stubbornly. "'Something just told me he'd be here, okay?' "'Aw, shucks!' Goofy's shoulders drooped. "'But now that you're mentioning it, I was kind of thinking the same thing. "'You too, Goofy?' said sora so was i the strange feeling he'd had before they walked into the castle it was a hunch that they might meet someone here one look at the castle and i just knew that our very best friends they're here sora stared up at the door atop the stairs maybe no definitely they'd find their friends he was sure of it riku was somewhere in this castle In the show. Have you maybe picked up on the fact that Riku might be dealing with some feelings for Sora and some jealousy over Kairi? Maybe, just maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I could be overthinking it. But uh, you know, he said, "All I cared about was that Sora was right there and I was reaching for him." But whatever. Definitely not gay. Anyway, this episode is brought to you by my Link Tree. Go to it. It's in the description. On my link tree is links to all of my stuff my podcasts my twitch my youtubes all my different channels and content that i make and if you're listening to this thank you so much for being here i've been thinking about ending the show but it's the few people that leave comments that really get me anyway it's in the link tree all the stuff aloni podcasts each individual channel on both spotify and apple as well as like a combined channel that has all the different podcasts like premiering but yeah. It's whatever. Anyway, back to the story. Vaxen stayed in the gloomy chamber, carrying out some kind of work. A puppet came tumbling in front of him. It had no face and no clothes. Vexen smiled a twisted smile at it. I have identified the scent, said a voice from behind him. Vexen turned to see Zexion standing there. "'It is Riku. The scent. Oh, the other presence that appeared beside Maleficent.' Vexen considered this. "'But Riku. He was stuck with the king, behind the door to darkness. How could he have escaped?' "'Impossible. Riku must have vanished in there.' "'His being was once merged with the darkness,' Vexion replied, detached and clinical. "'And he may be closer to the darkness now. "'Fascinating.' So that's why you mistook him for the superior. The dark power given to Riku must have facilitated his escape from its realm. Quite a specimen, connected to both the Keyblade and the darkness, we will need more data. Vexen turned back to the puppet. What I would like to know is why he appeared here in Castle Oblivion, said Zexion. Vexen laughed over his shoulder. (laughs) Oh, that's really quite simple. His existence resonates with that of another hero. Sora, you mean. The very same. He arrived earlier. By now, the scoundrel Marlusha must have set his plan in motion, using Namine's powers to meddle with Sora's mind. Vexen sounded glad about it for some reason. Zexian listened quietly. It seems he desperately wants the Keyblade Master for himself. Well, he can have his silly plots. While he plays around with Sora, we'll have Riku all to ourselves, the entity that holds real value is the one so much like our superior, Riku, the hero of darkness. With that, Vexen resumed his work, making an adjustment to the puppet in front of him. Zexion kept on watching. No matter how far he kept going, he only ran into more heartless. Why? Riku kept swinging Soul Eater, as if he could cut through the misgivings in his own heart. Maybe I'm only finding heartless because nothing but darkness remains in my heart. I met Pinocchio, though. there must be others around here somewhere, too. But I'm supposed to find you here, Sora." Heartless after heartless turned in light and disappeared. "'Where do they go when they disappear?' he wondered. "'Do they go back to the Realm of Darkness? If I disappear, will the same happen to me?' Riku eradicated the last of them and stood catching his breath. (sighs) Just then, an enormous round mass fell down from the ceiling. "'What is that?' Riku jumped back and held his Soul Eater ready again. It was a huge heartless, the parasite cage. Long arms flailed out from its squat, round body, and its teeth gnashing together looked like prison bars over the gaping mouth. Perfect. I'm in the mood to hit something. Riku ran straight at it, but as he did, black mist rose up around him. Huh? He stopped and saw his hands were swathed in darkness, and his whole body. What's happening to me? he murmured, and the parasite cage swiped at him with its arms. <sighs> but it didn't knock him over. It was like he simply absorbed the attack. He was still standing, and now there was a black cloak covering him. What? The parasite cage lashed at him, trying to push him over. And Riku brought Soul Eater down on its arm. He could feel the terrible power in that strike. And this cloak, it was the same as when Anson had taken control of him. So this darkness was... I had simply tempered the darkness that yet remained in your heart. That's what Ansem had told him. The darkness in my heart is making me stronger. Staring at his hand, Riku bit his lip. The parasite cage attacked again, but it didn't even scratch him. He leaped up and brought Soul Eater down on its head. The parasite cage let out a terrible shriek and dissolved into sparks of light. Darkness swirled around Riku, the same as before. He found himself wearing the ink-black cloak, and then his outfit returned to normal. The power of darkness? That strength, that speed. Everything was much more than he knew he usually had in him. A shiver ran up his spine. Am I going to be swallowed up by the darkness? He felt like the stench of darkness that clung to him had gotten stronger, too. A door appeared where the parasite cage had vanished. His fists clenched hard. Riku walked through it. He emerged into another hall of marble. But unlike before, a man was standing there waiting for him. You must be Riku. Are you with Ansem? Riku didn't take a fighting stance with Soul Eater, but only stared hard at the man. He was sickly pale with long hair, and wore some kind of black cloak, which looked familiar to Riku. And one thing was certain, the man stank of darkness too. Well, you are half correct, but let us say he is not the Ansem with whom you are familiar. He is Ansem, and he is not Ansem. Perhaps the best way to say it is nobody. The man stepped slowly toward him. Nobody. <laughs> Riku snorted. I'm not in the mood for riddles. Try again. He belongs to neither the light nor the dark, but walks the twilight in between. How is that? Belonging to neither, he can't belong. Riku thought that sounded like himself. <laughs> catching on now? Oh yes, you also stand between the light and the darkness, as well as myself. It seems we have some things in common. Maybe, Riku raised Soul Eater. Then, so what? Are you going to tell me to join you? Like you said, there really is darkness still inside me. But it's my enemy, and so are you, for reeking of that awful smell. Oh, so it's a fight you want. Very well, I oblige. A huge blue shield appeared in the man's hand. Fine with me, Riku rushed at him. But the man vanished right in front of his face. What? Over here. The spikes on the edge of the shield... Raked Riku's back. He winced. Not that I needed to tell you. Ha! Huh. Now freeze. Huge crystals of ice flew at Riku, one after another. He couldn't evade all of them. So this is all you got without the power of darkness, the man taunted. No, Riku shouted, hunched over. Go ahead, use the darkness. You have what it takes, after all. I hate the darkness, and I won't use it. Ha <laughs> ha Well, that works, too. The man laughed louder and lunged at Riku. With a short cry of rage, Riku lifted Soul Eater and barely managed to ward off the blow. Yes, feel your anger. Show me the darkness inside of you. I won't, he ground out. The dark mist began to close around him. No, chuckling, the man smoothly backed away. Why, you, so the darkness would just leak out of his heart, he thought, as if it took a cue from the anger he showed on his face. In despair, Riku saw himself change again. They're now, we're equal. Well, that is, we will be, if you learn to use the dark power the way it's meant to be used, shall we? The man closed in and struck with his shield, but this time Riku swung Soul Eater to meet it, and the shield went flying from his hand. Splendid! The shield vanished before it hit the floor. The darkness coursing through you is growing in its formidable power. Well worth the trouble of aggravating you. Riku glared back up at the man, motionless. So it was a trick all along. All the excitement has provided me with invaluable data. I should thank you, Riku. And then, with a high, cruel laugh, the man disappeared. The wonderful picture, the two of them fighting. Vexen looking smug as ever. Ah! The strength left him. And Riku collapsed to his knees. Why? This black cloak, as if he was cloaked in darkness, and Soul Leader changed with a dark glow. Do I really have nothing but the darkness to give me strength? I remember, Sora blurted. Donald turned to look at him. Remember what? There was another girl, said Sora, as if to convince himself. What? A girl? Where? Goofy looked around for her. No, no, I mean, on the islands, where I used to live. Sora ran back to Donald and Goofy. Goofy realized that Sora was talking about the place where he'd grown up with his friends. Oh, uh, you mean, uh, Dest- dusty What was it again? Destiny Islands. Besides Kairi and Riku, there was another girl I was friends with. The four of us played together all the time, and Sora began to tell them what he remembered. And that's where the chapter ends. Riku fought Vexen, and then we flashed over to Sora. An interesting chapter. Riku is definitely dealing with a lot of stuff, fighting his own pain inside, his jealousy over Kyrie, and of Sora. I don't know, It's a lot going on. We'll find out in the next one. This is taking way too long, way longer than I thought, but I'm trying my best. Anyway, see you next time. I had fun, I hope you had fun, and if you liked listening to this, thanks for listening, thanks for watching, bye.